Sex Communication, a podcast that explores how we communicate during sex and about sex, with explicit recordings and uninhibited conversation. My name is Brianne McGuire, founder of Graphic Paint and host of this uncensored adventure. Join me each week as I share crowdsourced audio files and interview a wide range of people about their private activities. The mission of this series is to change attitudes towards sex simply by changing the way it's communicated, one episode at a time. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Welcome to episode seven. You're about to hear the first Skype interview conducted with a gentleman I refer to as Paul, but later identify as the Brit outside of these recordings. I find the Brit to be more fun. Anyway, if you've been following along from the beginning, you may recognize his voice from episode three. Yes, Daddy Audio, a husband dominates his wife. As I mentioned, this is the first interview, one of many. In the course of meeting each other on the internet, we have recorded at least six interactions on Skype. Some are interviews like this one, and others are play sessions, wherein he doms, or at least attempts to dom, me over the phone. But this, dear listeners, is where the whole thing started. We discuss very frankly our views on BDSM, what we are each looking to get out of playing with each other, and exactly what we are willing to do. Enjoy. So hello, Paul. Um, welcome to an interview. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, did you have, you seemed interested in the possibility of interviewing me. So do you have any yeah. questions that you want to ask? <laughs> You're turning it around immediately, are you? <laughs> Well, I, my interview is all about what you what you want to get up to with me and how you want to play and if you want to play and stuff. So it's along the bar, it's along the lines of uh, not so much an interview, but trying to find out what you are hoping for, right? And uh, what you are willing to do for me, because you know <laughs> I, I I classify myself as a dom, right? Um, but. Uh, I guess uh, in, uh, on this website on FetLife, you know, there's so many different um, ways people are done, and uh, I have no desire to be an utter bastard to a person who doesn't want me to be an utter bastard to them. Right. So uh, I always think uh, that it's a game uh, that two people are playing. It's almost like a flirtation game. Mm. Uh, the subs, I've, I've only played a few times, but the subs always are like, they have their limits, but those limits are a little bit fuzzy, and I like to probe around and see how far they'll go with them and so on and so forth. So uh, it's that sort of, I don't want to, do, you know, like, you can, as a dom, you can just be quite nasty. I'm, I'm quite sadistic in real life too, so... Hmm. As a dumb you, I could just say, right, do this nasty thing, take a cigarette and burn your skin or something like this. Right. Uh, and that would just be totally out of uh, out of the bounds for most people. So uh, it's ridiculous to turn around and say something like that to someone. Well, I mean, I yes, we are doing this both as an interview and as a, you know, feeling each other out to see yeah, what else a bit comes of flirtation. up. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. it, um, I mean, it's just, I have a lot of questions about how this all kind of started with you, but um, that's fine. We'll go into those questions because uh, uh, I want, you know, the one thing I want to do is um, I don't know what you want out of this. I mean, maybe maybe you only want to have like a one or two hot and randy sessions where I make you orgasm, 
Or maybe you're looking for something a bit long-term where it's just straightforward orgasms on a regular basis, or friendship. With that. You know, what, I don't know where you want to go. So why don't you just start with your interview questions, and we'll see where we go from there. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so how long – well, you're married. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And when you met your wife, did yeah. you kind of smell submissive on her? Yes, yes. Uh, I have always been, um, I only joined FetLife uh, a year and a half ago, maybe not very long ago, uh, but I've always been uh, somewhat dumb and dumb in my mind. Um, so it, even with my very first uh, girlfriend, my first lover, when I was 18, I made her crawl around on the floor with a leash on. Mm-hmm. Um but it was all—it was never really uh, uh, properly pursued. You know, it was, it was always very um, in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my wife, uh, when I met my wife, she she had this. Uh, she clearly had a bit of a sub in her. She she sometimes wanted me to spank her bottom, and wasn't a, a, averse to having her hands tied up and things like this. And actually, that was uh, not. I mean, don't get me wrong, that's not the reason why I wanted to marry her. There were there are other reasons, much more kind of prosaic reasons, or vanilla reasons, you might say. But uh, there was in my back of my mind going uh, something along the lines, sexually we are quite compatible. Right. So uh, uh, it was an attraction. It was, it was, a, it was a, one of the reasons why I felt I wanted to marry her, but not the reason. Mm. And what is your use of props? Like, I mean, do you use whips and shackles and? Uh, well, last night uh, we did. Uh, I have um, some buckles mm. for her wrists and hands and her legs, and I use those. We have dildos. We have anal plugs, um, and I have one strap for spanking her her ass, but. Uh, no, not into heavy props. Uh, you know, some people, are, you know, they've got all these toys and stuff. I, I could see myself getting a few more, but um, no. Uh, and tell the truth, last night we did, we did it in a kind of a this formal way. It's like we're going to go to bed soon and we're going we're gonna to have bondage sex. Uh, and it didn't really work out very well. Hmm. Whereas about three days ago, I just kind of, kind of pounced on her and was far more aggressive just by kind of holding her with my hands and uh, spanking her with my hands and stuff like this. And that was far more satisfying to me. It was more, um, the the power struggle was much purer. Mm -hmm. So every time you have sex with your wife, is it, is it a dom sub situation? (laughs) It was interesting. Last night she was, uh, you know, again, as I say, it was a kind of formal thing. Let's, Let's go to bed and have sex. Um, and she said, well, sometimes I want to have it as a vanilla sex. <laughs> uh, like I want it romantic. And I I, I, even, uh, I, I, I thought, yeah, okay. Um, and actually, before we started doing anything, I just started holding her and saying, well, do you, you know, you don't, you get to choose what we do tonight. You know, what do you want? And she could have just said, let's do romantic sex. And I would have been fine with that. But she said, no, let's do a bit of bondage. Um, uh, I, I am thinking that we're doing a little bit too more bond, too much bondage. And sometimes we just need to be a little bit more uh, romantic. Mm-hmm. 
But um, I sent you a recording just the other day. I don't know if you listened to the second recording. I haven't yet had a chance to listen to the second one, but I definitely listened to the first. Uh, at, the, at the end of an hour there where I had been uh, quite violent, I had spanked her ass uh, and fingered her aggressively and bitten her. She likes to be bitten. Mm. Um, we're both lying there, and she's going, oh, I love you, I love you. I'm going, yes, I love you. So uh, <laughs> the romance wasn't missing. It was, it was real passion there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just that... Uh, at the moment, we're really going a bit hog, hog crazy with, with, our, with our bondage. So do you consider whatever communication you're having on FetLife, is that kind of part of your sadism and manipulation in the relationship? With my wife? Yeah. No, no. She, she, she's, she's a good person. She, she's allowing me to be on FetLife and to flirt with people like you and have have cyber sex and uh, even potentially meet with people. Mm-hmm. And uh, she understands that's something I want. Um, and a little bit of which she likes, you know. Uh, she's not averse to kind of looking. She, she, you know, you need to be aware that she will look at any conversation we have right. or maybe listen in or anything like this. Um, she, gets, she gets horny by that stuff too. So uh, she's not. She, I'm more. I'm way more aggressive in terms of the uh, the scene. You might say. Um, I go to munches, and she doesn't. And uh, uh, I spend more time looking at uh, trolling around, trolling around to see what can come up. But she she's not uh, shy. If she if she sees. And I've got something interesting. She'd like to know what it is and stuff. Mm. And it's not hidden from her or anything like that. It's just, uh, it's just there. Do you afford her? Does that answer your question? It, no, it does. It does. I, I can totally understand how it's, you know, that's yeah. an arousing thing. I, I, I've been in similar positions with not so much like with something that's an, a, a site based, but like yeah. with that dynamic. But um, do you afford her the same freedom as far as like engaging with other people? We we talked about it last year. We 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 tried having an open relationship last year, um, because I think mainly I wanted to have sex with other women, um, and she went on a, several dates with men. She 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 had gone onto a, a dating website and she had found several men. And she went on a few dates with them, but she came back and she was always dissatisfied with them, mm. and. Eventually, she said, no, she doesn't want to have an open relationship. So we don't really actually have an open relationship um, as such. Uh, I, I don't – I mean, she's happy with someone like you because you're in the United States. Right. And if you were in uh, around the corner from us, I think that might be a much longer, more complicated conversation with her, and she might say no to that. Mm. So can you describe like some of the more uh, boundary pushing things that you've engaged in via Personally? life? Yeah. With her or with other people? With other people over the course of your marriage. Well, um, until about two years ago, I ha- it was uh, I, I, in, uh, so I was just thinking about this last night. In 22 years, I've only had sex with one woman. Mm-hmm. I've only fucked one woman, and that was my wife. 
And um, uh, until two years ago, I hadn't even, uh, I didn't, wasn't doing anything with any other woman at all. I do a lot of kind of talking sets and uh, uh, things like that. Uh, so the boundary pushing has only been in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, one woman I knew in uh, in North America, uh, she, uh, she and I were playing very regularly, and I was watching her masturbate with her toys. She had lots of toys, and she liked her toys. And uh, I would... Uh, she she was quite happy to be controlled and pushed around, and I'd, I'd tell her, right, use that toy and stick it in, stick it up your ass, and stick it up your ass, gun, and that sort of thing. Yeah. And then we'd have conversations. How was it afterwards? And she'd be going, yes, really nice. Yes, nice. I like when you did this. And she herself is. This is what this is what I mean by the flirtatious play. She herself would go, oh, I'm so glad you didn't do this. I would have scared <laughs> the hell out of me or something like that. And she'd say it. Uh, she would say it in a sort of tittering sort of way and then that'd be going oh well you know next time guess what's going to happen <laughs> uh, and then of course not necessarily the next time but after that uh, it would happen uh, so i was uh, for her the boundaries was, were pretty um pretty tame by by some you know, again by by what you see on the fet line mm. i was asking her to slap herself and open her legs and slap her cunt and uh, finger her ass. And for her, actually, the the thing which was extreme for her was, actually, it was a simple one. It was just turn around and uh, bend over and show me on the video your asshole. Mm. And for her, that was massive. That was a massive embarrassment and humiliation. Mm. Uh, and, of course, you know, <laughs> I was doing, I, I'm going, well, go on, go on, do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there was another time I was talking with a person in uh, Florida, and I only had about three or four conversations with her. And she was like, um, oh, my gosh, I'd be so embarrassed if I had to shit in front of 10 people. <laughs> and I was going, well, that's going to happen. But to tell the truth, I have absolutely no interest whatsoever into anything scatological. And um, I don't know if, uh, if I had had the opportunity of videoing and being able to watch this woman crap, you know, I think probably I wouldn't have gone there. But I did enjoy uh, saying to her, you are going to shit everywhere, uh, all, all the verbal play. You know? Yeah. So, so the, the boundaries pushed aren't necessarily that far uh, compared to what you see, say, in porn sites or in fed life. But for the individual women, they are they are extreme. Right. Like the person who had to show me her asshole, she 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 be she was crying when she was doing that. You know. Was that very satisfying for you? I like tears. I like tears, um, and she enjoyed it. Don't, don't, uh, I, I, always as a dog, you know. The, the, I always I I don't when I I, I think I wrote this to you. I, I, it's about trust, right? Uh, and the thing is, which I, I find satisfying, perhaps, is not seeing someone's asshole. I can see an asshole anytime I go onto porn sites, but that she has allowed me, she has trusted enough to do that for me. 
And um, I, if she had said no, I don't want you to do that. She, you know, she she would uh, she you know change the tone of her voice, clearly making making it clear she's not playing, or she had used the safe word, um, uh, and she had previously done that. I would just stop. So there was a time about two sessions, the three sessions earlier, when she I said turn around, bend over, and she went no. I, and I generally set up a rule, something like that. Well, I'm going to ask you three times. Hmm. And if you are going to say no third time, I'm not going to ask you the fourth time. That means that means no. You know? And uh, she, had, she had done that. So it was, again, that trust where she, she, was, she, she was in control. I, would, I always say that the sub is in control. The dom is being an arsehole. But the sub doesn't do any damn thing if, if, this, if the dom is, uh, if they don't want to do it. If, if you're there in person and you're tied up and you're, you're completely bound up and you can't move and stuff, then then for me, that the sub there is really taking a long, long, long set of trust because the dom then can just say, well, bad luck, I'm going to do it. But um, when it's a long-distance relationship, and you're dealing with someone across the Atlantic, say, and I say, do this, and they say, no, don't have very much to say, right, well, bad luck, I'm, I'm going to, you know, you're going to do it yeah. anyway. And I don't want that anyway. I want the, I want the woman to voluntarily give it up, right. whatever it is. Yeah, and before you, you know, went into describing the power the sub has in those situations, you know, I was going to just point out, it was interesting to me that you're using the word trust as opposed to power, you know, because. Well, the power is wonderful feeling, but it's the power of, it's brought through trust. And uh, like for me, trust is a big issue because, you know, as I said, I'm not going to tell you my name yet. Right. Because I don't trust you. That's because I haven't talked to you for a long time. And, And, you know, it's easy to understand how the sub has to trust because the sub has to present herself uh, to the will of the dom. And you can easily perceive that. But the dom, for me, is a real trust thing. It's, a, it's especially with a new, a new sub. Right, but it's, the choice um, to do that is also a demonstration of power. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but, but for example, uh, you say something to a person like, okay, I want you to do this. And you can get it wrong as a dom. The person's going, fuck off, I don't want to do that. That's, what is wrong with you? And then the whole game is is, is destroyed. And um, there's no pleasure at all. So, uh, and so, so it, 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 it is a, it's a sense of communication. I, it, I find it as a, a form of communication. And yes, you, uh, if you're trying to say, well, there's power play in it, well, you, you, you're, of course you're completely right. Uh, um, but I don't necessarily see it as a one-way power uh, power line. I get to say things to the sub and do this and do that, whatever I want. But the sub is the one who has to, has the choice. Right. Do, do you feel that yourself, or do you disagree? I, 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 this is something which I, I, I kind of think about. I'm not sure necessarily is true for people. I absolutely agree. I mean, and it goes to the whole master slave you know john sartre kind of like the, it, the slave has the power because it's giving the choice of saying to the, the master like i'm allowing you to be in charge of me you know like it that's that's 
Yeah. Mm. You know, I don't think that's anything you can argue with, but your point about if it was an in-person thing and the person's actually bound up, things do change a little bit in that situation. Mm. Well, let me ask you some questions. It's a simple thing. I know I turned the tables in the interview. You've actually never, uh, on your on your site, uh, on things, you, you, you suggest a few things which you like. You like uh, being called a slut and a whore and things like that. So you like being uh, verbally abused. You don't actually come out and say, look, I'm a sub. Well, I consider myself to be a switch. And this was something I wanted to ask you about, especially given um, there's a, a person kind of in my orbit right now uh, that's definitely inspiring some Dom feelings in me. Um, mm-hmm. And what's interesting is that, uh, I mean, like you said, you, you're sadistic in your your real life as well. And Mm -hmm. I would definitely consider myself to be very type A and aggressive, but Mm -hmm. I find that um, it's exhausting at some times. And I want to just be dominated in (laughs) sex because of that. Like I'm kind of sick of being in charge and sick of making the decisions Mm -hmm. and managing things. And, um, you know, so sometimes there are people that float into my orbit that are like, soft and young and unformed and there's something appealing to that of like their fragility and knowing like the power in that but it mm-hmm. never actually really inspires much action i i wind up feeling disgusted but yeah. this person that's in my orbit right now is a match i feel in terms of like their their own dominance right and that mm-hmm. inspires me to like i want to break this person like a horse <laughs> um, you know, I mean, so, so do you, you, you've, you've said that you yourself were bratty. Yeah. So. Oh, very defiant. Yeah. I mean, cause I've been, I've been in a, I, cause that's why I asked if you could like smell it on your wife. I've always found it really interesting that guys, I would never ever expect from the outside to be a dom. Like they, they smelled it on me and they had this side that just like, they just knew that they could do things and I would be willing and you know and it was like a very natural fit but it just the feelings I'm having now it just makes me wonder like um so when what's attractive about your wife being a sub or like recognizing that she was a sub is it actually that she is kind of demure and soft and vulnerable or like (laughs) is there an edge to her and it's that edge that makes you want to break her She is not the viewers in, in the daily life. Yeah, if if she comes back and I haven't I haven't mopped the floor or something, <laughs> oh, I got a I got a real tongue lashing. Oh no no, uh, in the in our relationship, in so many respects, she is in charge. Huh. No no no, it's uh, but uh, but in so it's uh, <laughs> no she's she, uh, in real life she she is not at all. <laughs> so, but yeah. is it? Is that kind of power in her? Like, is that what inspires you to dominate her? No, no. What inspires me to dominate her, dominate, I think probably comes from my own personal psyche. Hmm. Um, I I don't think actually in real life I'm particularly dominant. It's, It's that kind of cliche or the the English judges, the ones with all the power, they like to have themselves spanked. Right. You you go in your fan, fantasies where you, where you aren't in real life. So um, in real life, I, I'm a I'm a quite a uh, polite and and you say demure, maybe demure, but 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always open for negotiation and, and consolidation and things like that. Mm. So, um, and uh, in, in my sexual life, that's where I kind of enact more aggressive um, uh, emotions, which I, I subsume in my in, in my normal life. So, uh, as I said a couple of days ago, my wife and I had this session, and it was genuinely aggressive because I was genuinely feeling pretty stressed and peeved off with things which were happening in my normal life, and I let it flow out during the session. So uh, it's quite the opposite. Hmm. But for for you, you generally uh, you generally tend towards being submissive. Yeah, I mean, in terms of like, I prefer dominant men, you know. But I mean, I have attracted my fair share of like. I mean, the first instance that I can think of, um, I was probably nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was dating a man ten years older than I was, and mm-hmm. he um, tied me by the neck to a doorknob and fucked me, um, yeah. which was. I mean, it didn't seem, I didn't see any reason not to do it. Um, mm-hmm. It was fine. I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed like him having that control. And I mean, but that was there before that ever happened. Um, yeah. You know, and there have been other guys I've slept with, like I said, that are kind of like the softer type, but I much prefer men that, you know, I don't have to tell you what to do. I'd rather mm-hmm. you just take charge. And, um, you know, but at the same time, the last guy that I was with that was, probably the most extreme or the, at least the most equipped in this, uh, in this area. I mean, I had been in his apartment and he had chains on the bed and, and things kind of all around, but just out in the open. And like, I saw it without ever seeing it. (laughs) And then I was like, this has been here the whole time. But I mean, like he had the neck shackle and the ball gag. Like I tried all sorts of shit with him, but you know, I'd be more interested in like, you know, getting my wrist through the shackles and just pulling myself out of all of the equipment and the entrapments, you know, when he turned his head, like, I don't know. It was more fun for me to just not let him catch me, you know, Mm. which I feel like kind of defeats the purpose in a sense. If if you and I were to play online. Yeah. And geez, I, I'm hoping that will take place. Um, I will take on a I take on a persona, uh-huh. uh, which I, I again, this is going back to that idea of trust. If I know that I'm allowed to be like the way I can be, then I will be. Right. You know? um, but if I were just to meet you, like if I met you at a certain party and I like flirting with you, we're getting along really well. Going, let's go. You know, we we get a bit hot together and stuff. I wouldn't be the first time I'm with you. I wouldn't be dominant, mm. you know, uh, because I I don't know that that's what you want. I I have no desire to to bring a woman home and go right. You get and get tied up there, bitch. Uh, not unless she's going well. Please take me home and tie me up and call me bitch. Right. You know, but um, you can try and fight back verbally. Uh, and we'll see how it goes. And, but uh, when you do that, I'll know that I can just tell you to shut the fuck up and get your legs open because that's what you want me to st- say to you. I guess it is. And if, if you say no, I go, oh, yeah, there's no, what's wrong with you? Get going, get your legs open, fuck's sake. <laughs> you know? And that sort of thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, because that's the game we're playing. Right. Uh, uh, and that's what that's the permission you're giving me to say to you. I think that's such a terrible. You know, it's a weird thing that uh, I think probably, especially in this country, I would be considered very much a feminist. And, you know, women are not sexual objects, and they're not there for the men's pleasure. But the woman I'm playing with on a, on a, in a, in a dumb subway, she is. That's what, that's what she's setting herself up to be. She's, she's allowing that to occur. Right. And then I, can, then I can embrace it thoroughly. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say something like that to some woman I barely knew. Right. All right. Yeah, I mean... The idea of voluntarily, as a woman, I'm saying, making yourself like a sex object, something, yeah. you know, like merely for pleasure and of little other value. I mean, mm. it's kind of like reappropriating language that people find offensive. It's like, well, I'm mm-hmm. doing it on my terms and I'm doing this yeah. because it's my choice to allow you to do this. And there's yeah. something, I mean, that's something about that that I find arousing. I don't know. Yes. It's likewise for me. But actually, when I'm talking to you, the the other thing which I think is important to me, I like a a good hard sex. I I watch porn and I watch watch really violent porn and uh, I I then get hard and I have an orgasm. Um, So I could could see myself having hard sex with you and having an orgasm and fine and be happy, do that two or three times, but I couldn't sustain it, I don't think, actually. Hmm. Um, like I think in the end I'd be going, well, I've got to talk to this person. Huh? I would, you couldn't keep it up because like, you wouldn't have enough new material? Like what, how, no, 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 I, you, you're, no. I, I can, be, in, I can inv- be inventive, don't worry about it. <laughs> no, because I'd, I'd find you boring. Ah, I see. Because, you know, okay, yeah, great. She's had another orgasm, her cunt's really wet, a big deal. Yeah, when are you going to actually talk to me? Why? <laughs> half the pleasure, half the pleasure of it is. So, did you like it when I told you to stick your finger up your ass? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, how did that feel? You know, that that kind of kind of afterplay and conversation, and just then the conversation going along. Like, I'm actually interested in finding out, uh, not at this moment, but about this new mate, this uh, male and boy, a uh, uh, person you want to dog. Yes. I find it interesting that you, you you might want to talk about that. Yeah, about I mean, I'm supposed to see him tomorrow, and you've actually given me this great tip with the uh, asking the question three times. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to use well, that. Well, that came from one of my sessions with, with a woman. Uh, I've, I, like, I sound like I've gone so many, but this is, um, <laughs> there's only a few. But she, we, I would always do that. I, I would say, I've got to, I would always just say, uh, okay, I want you to now... Um, uh, uh, stick two, three fingers up your cunt. Mm. No, I don't want to do that, sir. You know, she always called me sir, and I like that. Mm. Uh, look, I told you, put your fucking three <laughs> fingers up your cunt. No, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and then, I, then uh, I, I would wait a few seconds, and I go, okay, I'm going to say this one last time. You know, and then she'd be going, no, I don't want to do that. Go, you fucking disappoint me. You know, uh, you know, fuck's sake, slap your face because she didn't mind doing that. <laughs> and she'd slap her face. I go, "Fuck's sake!" You know, uh, uh, right? Well, open your legs a bit wider. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So when you do uh, these cyber sex versions and there's video, is it just mm. that you can see them and they can't see you, or the video goes both ways? Uh, 
that that's open for the that's open for negotiation with with you. Mm. Uh, the one person, the person I've just been talking about, she she played with me for about months, and we had an awful lot of very hard sex, so cyber sex, you might say. Uh, she doesn't know what I look like at all, mm. and we would talk about her coming to London, which is where I live, of course, and she would we would have sex in the hotel. And the fantasy actually was because she didn't know who I was. Right. So the very first time I fucked her, she, I would be a complete and utter stranger. And that was part of the fantasy. She liked that, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas the other one who's in North America, uh, we video. She could watch me watching her, and uh, she, 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 I didn't really show much of my body. I didn't like. I think you know. She sometimes saw my penis or something like this, but uh, that wasn't. She was on show for me, but she could see that I was watching. And I think she liked being watched. So she could see your face or just your body and. Oh yeah, the- my face. Yeah, my face. But I knew her for many years. So, right. uh, and as I say, this is open for negotiation. And uh, if if you're wanting to see my face and stuff, I think perhaps a little bit t- more time. But you know, I. I I, you know, that's a decision you'll make. So are you masturbating while these things are happening or that comes for you after? Um, well, sometimes. Depends what I'm watching. Mm. The whole, uh, uh, like, I'm masturbating now, mm. but I'm not, I don't have a very hard cock. I'm not about to come or anything. I'm just, right. I'm just kind of keeping my penis nice and warm, right. you know? <laughs> uh I don't necessarily, I don't come most of the time, but uh, I masturbate, you know. But it's the woman's, it's the woman's orgasm. Right. I was listening to your your recordings and you, you, you're, you, you're, you're sticking, you know, your dildo and you're, you're into you and you've got your wand on you and you have a nice orgasm. Like you make a nice noise, it's really good fun. <laughs> but then you kind of stop. You know, you've had your orgasm. And I'm thinking, don't you go on. Don't you have more. Because my pleasure is not just the one. Like, the women can have orgasms. Mm. And the one the one I'm talking about in North America, she, she would have two hours of uh, a session with me where she's orgasming for almost all that time. Yeah. I find um, I, I get lazy. So I, I don't know if that's your thing. No, I it's... Uh, it's one of these things like I enjoy sex very much and I go through, you know, like the ebbs and flows. So sometimes if, if I'm having sex, the more sex I'm having, the more sex I want to have, the more I'm masturbating. So like multiple times a day, multiple times in a session. But, you know, if I'm not sleeping with anyone, like sometimes I might even go a couple of weeks without masturbating. Sometimes it's once a night. Like it just, it's kind of like it just depends, but I mean, I'm definitely more inspired to keep going if, like, mm-hmm. there's already there's already some momentum, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, we can work on that. Are you feeling comfortable talking with me? I am, and I, you know, I mean, like you were saying, with whatever, wherever this may go, I find it intriguing to like engage in this way with someone. You know, if we're if it was just you know, I'm interested how it would play out just verbally without any video and this idea of um, 
you know, really relying on the processing of the mind to, you know, just bring about all the sexual pleasure. Um, so, but you seem awfully confident that you'll be able to make me come. You want to come, don't you? Well, of course I do, but. So that should be easy. You know, like we both want the same damn thing. Right. But I might make me fight you just on principle. <laughs> well, you're welcome to try and fight me on principle. But you might even win, in which case you'll be going, this is fucking boring. I don't want to deal with this guy anymore. But then you'll be going, then you lose out too, don't yeah. you? No, yes, winning would be losing. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll need to, uh, I need to go to work. Okay. Uh, it, it's time for me to go. But I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I think what we'll do is we think, I think on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to go to work, and I think we should co- continue with this conversation. Sure. Some um, it would either be like an hour or so from now, or, or I don't know what time you would. It, 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 it can be any time on Saturday morning, really, for okay. my time. So you're saying you go up till five o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Well, at four o'clock in the morning, for example, your time—that's nine in the morning, my time. That's a great time for me, you know. Okay. Um, but I think next time we talk, I think I'd like you to have your toys. Okay. And I'll tell you to start using your toys on yourself as we talk. And we won't have anything different in the talk. You can carry on talking about how you feel and stuff. But I'd like you to pleasure yourself with your toys at the same time. I'm open to this. Good. Okay, I'm going to say goodbye then. All right. Thank you, Paul. And, I appreciate uh, it. By, by all means, uh, you're most welcome to drop me a line. I I, I like chatting and stuff, typing and chatting. Okay. Uh, but I'll uh, I'll uh, choose a time on on Saturday morning that you want, and let me know the time. All right. Okay. All right. You have a good day. Thank you. Have you a too. good day. All right. Bye. So there you have it. The first interview. We did indeed record a play session following this interview, um, and of course I recorded that as well. Um, yeah, I've been recording everything that we've discussed and done as far as like a play session is concerned. Um, and in addition to that, we've also, you know, written messages back and forth quite a bit. Um, but he's becoming a friend, uh, and it's just, it's fascinating to me. And I feel very lucky to have found somebody that's equally interested in kind of dissecting the motivations behind things and, um, like, where did these feelings come from? Why are we interested in the things that we're interested in? What things can we try together? Um, I know it's been really interesting. It's kind of become a project within the project, you know, just um, exploring things with this guy. So uh, more to come in this series. Uh, the next thing that I'll release that I've done with this gentleman, the Brit, um, will be the play session. Uh, probably be maybe episode 10. Um there are other things that I'd like to share with you. Some other filthy audio um, and interesting interviews are coming up. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you like it? I hope so. If you did, please subscribe. I'm a total newbie when it comes to this podcasting thing, so any support would be tremendous. If you'd like to know more about this episode or how you can be a part of the podcast, Visit graphicpaint.com slash sexpodcast for details. You'll also find additional episodes, background on this project, contact information, and tips for submitting your own audio files. 
I'm looking for more people to interview, homemade recordings of sexual activity, and audio production assistance. If any of this interests you, please reach out. It's my goal with this podcast to bring some filth to your ears, change the conversations around sex, change some perspectives, and maybe even change the world. I hope you'll join me.